0: Good morning. good morning. Welcome to everybody who's here, to those who are joining us online, to our elect who are preparing for the sacraments of initiation at Easter and at Pentecost. It's good to be with you. So Jesus says four things at the end of this gospel. What can we make of them? Roll away the stone. If you believe, you will see the glory of God, Lazarus, come out. I was waiting all week to get to say that. (laughs) And untie him and let him go. We can imagine ourselves, anytime we do this, we read the Gospels or we hear the Gospels, we can imagine ourselves uh, in the place of the Gospel when it's happening, perhaps as one of the people there. But I think this gospel, it doesn't really take a lot of imagining. We are really already there, right? Doesn't it feel like this? Like we have been in the tomb for a long time as a culture, as a society, and perhaps we're just beginning to see a little bit of light and starting to come out Maybe you feel a little more comfortable coming to Mass this weekend, or you're watching and hoping for a time when you can, and that gives us a little bit of hope. We can see a little bit of light, but still feel so bound like Lazarus does with these burial garments, things that are still clinging to us and holding us back from this new life for which we've been created. Maybe you're back here for the first time today. Maybe you got your vaccine recently and you're glad to be here, but a little bit nervous. If that's where you are, welcome. It's good that you're here. Maybe some of us have somebody in our life who is sick, who just this week got very sick, or has died recently, and we feel like Martha chasing down Jesus, saying, Lord, if you had been here, this wouldn't have happened. And I think all of us are like Lazarus. Still wrapped up in these garments. can be different things. It could be an addiction. It could be an unhealed relationship. It could be some kind of long-term suffering. And we want someone to come along and say, Untie me. And let me go. Jesus, when he heard that Lazarus died, wept. It's the shortest sentence in the New Testament. And Jesus wept. And when people saw him weep, they were moved. The people who watch him weep, they say, see how he loved him. It can be difficult to imagine Jesus' pure and constant gaze on us, but if we could see it, that is what we would say. See how he loves me. If you could see... Right, yes, exactly. (laughs) If you could see the way he's gazing at the person sitting next to you, that's what you would say. See how he loves him. See how he loves her. In awe. There's only one thing that made Jesus weep. And there is only one thing that can stem the flow of his tears. He wants us back. How does he want you back? Does he want you back once you have better grades? Does he want you back once you're fixed? Does he want you back once you like the way you look? No. This is not the way he loves. The Father affirms that it is good that you exist. If it weren't true... wouldn't have made you. And he delights in you exactly as you are, right now, in this moment. And nothing you have done or could do will change that. He loves you as you are. And so he wants you back. He wants to heal and transform. He wants to breathe new life, true life, into your life. But we have a share in this. We get to cooperate in this. There are some things in this gospel that only Jesus can say, that only he has the power to do. He says, Lazarus, come out. Only he can do that. But he tells other people to roll away the stone. What that means is that we have a share in the liberation of of ourselves, and of the people around us. It's God's initiative. He's the one who does the work, but we can help, and we're called to help get some of the things out of the way that block us and block other people from receiving Jesus's healing. That's part of what we're being invited to right now. If this were just words, if this were just something that some guy told you at 9.30 on a Sunday morning, when you're thinking about breakfast, there wouldn't be much value to it. It might be just words. But it isn't. Jesus came and lived this life with us, knowing he was going to die. He suffered and was in a tomb like Lazarus for three days. And he came out through the power of his father, not to die again like Lazarus eventually died again, but to live a risen and eternal life. That's what we're going to commemorate in two weeks, when we celebrate the Triduum, when we celebrate these baptisms and confirmations that will happen, This new and eternal life, a life deeper than the life that we're aware of, a life that goes deeper than biological life and death, that permeates everything. But we weren't there. No one was there when the resurrection happened. No one saw it happen. And Jesus has compassion on the fact that we often need to see things, to experience them, to believe them. And so when we come to Mass, he feeds us with that body that suffered, was in the tomb, and rose glorified. That body is here. He wants us back. He has our back. And he gives himself always, always and again, back to us.